DoorDash helps you make cash fast. All you need is your bike and a smartphone. The sign-up process is super quick and easy. Now you get to choose your own hours and be your own boss. And best of all, you get to keep 100% of your tips. Download the DoorDash driver app today to get started. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. It's been a busy flipping week, huh? No doubt, no doubt. Lots of stuff going on. It's the holidays. It's supposed to be slow and relaxing and chill. You know, people are like not spending any money except for Christmas presents. What's going on? Yeah. Hey, I am not complaining. I hate when things are quiet in December because it's usually stressful for us. We've got to make a, make a decent amount of money and then we can relax a little bit and make sure we're, we're well padded. So, and this month is not a problem. It's been good. So I'm very happy. Well, that's good to hear. Good to hear. Less stress for Christmas. There's nothing worse than worrying about bills at Christmas. <laughs> or no, you don't have to worry about bills at Christmas. You just create bills at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, what's 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 what else is a credit card for, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should just call them Christmas cards. I'm just saying. <laughs> they really should. <laughs> Uh, well, we uh, got quite a list of things to cover today. Uh, oh, yeah. First one, uh, we're, we're trying to do this as a, a bit of a, a, you know, a turn of sorts, and that is that we're going to start with questions, because we never seem to get to them. So, let's start with a question from Rajesh. Uh, he, he has posted uh, a link real, to a well, Real quick, is this off of Google Plus? Yes, thank yeah. you. From our Google Plus community, the only place where people are now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Facebook community is quiet. Kind of like Facebook itself is yes. dying, slow, painful death. Oh, I, I can only hope so in many regards. Anyways, um, so in this case, he he posted a, a link, and he says, this website is five to six months old. The robots.txt is good. Google Webmaster is showing the website is caching, but if you, if we check directly... There shows an error message that the still the site is still not caching. Now, uh, his question is: Can anyone tell us the problem with the website? Well, first of all, I got a sneaking suspicion that uh, Rajesh, you're, you're using caching as a term for indexing. Um, although you did include links to the cache and links to the site, because um, what I'm seeing here is that in Google. Uh, you're not, your site isn't even indexed, um, which is probably why Mark Taylor, one of our great uh, uh, moderators in Google Plus community, um, asked you whether or not you had a penalty or you'd seen one within Google Webmaster Tools. Uh, John, any thoughts? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's <laughs> yeah. a number of... Re- I want to say yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not indexed at all, that's a, that's a lot different than not being cached. Um, caching, just so everybody understands the difference, um, what caching is, is 
Google, when they run the algorithm on your web pay, website, they don't do it on your live site. They crawl your site, they find all the pages, and they make a copy of your site on their servers and run their algorithms on the copy of your, their, your pages. Well, that copy of your pages is called the cached page. It's cached. And you can usually go in and take a look at that to see how recent it is. Um, if you find your site in the search results, um, right next to your URL under the search results, there's a little down arrow. And if you click that little down arrow, it, it opens up some some um, options. And one of them is view cached or cached. And you click that, and it shows you the cached version of your page, the one that Google has on its servers. Um, to, to, to have, in this particular case, you really can't tell if your site's being cached or not because none of the pages are showing up in the index. Um, I think you're absolutely right, Ross. I think he's confusing caching and indexing in the language here. I think he means why is it not indexed? Um, if he's in Webmaster Tools, he needs. He didn't say specifically that he looked for this, but you need to go in and look and see if there's any kind of message that's telling you you have a problem with the site being crawled or maybe some kind of penalty, um, something like that in those messages um, they send, send you in Webmaster Tools. Now, if, if it is a caching issue, there's a couple things that, a um, couple reasons why a site might not be cached but still be indexed. Um, Two of them are, are you basically you're asking them not to. There's a there's a meta tag you can use that says you know no archive. Um, it tells it telling Google not to archive your site. It doesn't mean they're not going to um, get a page and then run the algorithm and then delete it, or they're not going to crawl it. They are going to crawl it and they will index it. They're just not going to keep a copy of it on their servers long term as an archive. And um, so you can tell them not to do that. I'm not sure why people do that unless I, I've never had a reason to. Ross, if, 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 can you think of a reason why it would be smart to have a no archive tag on your pages? Uh, a lot of people do it on uh, privacy and legal policies um, just because they could be changing on a regular basis. Um, some people do it on pricing pages, specific pricing, because they don't want um, any history of their pricing. Uh, we've done it for various reasons over the, in, in, in a few years, well, in all my years. But I mean, really, uh, it's extremely rare that it's being used. Right. And you can do that with the meta tag um, that tells the engines to do an archive. There's also a server setting that tells the server that tells that entire domain not to be archived. But those are how that happens, you know, on, on most cases. Um, there's a few cases. I'm actually researching one now where it's happening with the site's indexed and it's not cached. And honestly, I have no idea why. I can't figure out why it's not being cached. I'm still digging into it. Um, I don't have access to the, I have limited access to their webmaster tools, so I can't see if they have any messages telling them they have a penalty. But um, Ross and I talked about this earlier, and and, even, and I agree with you, Ross. I'm not sure why a penalty would let them be indexed but not cached. So it's it's an interesting situation. Yeah, I, I since then uh, researched it a bit. And I, one, I've come up with a couple of things it could be, but I mean, they're reaching. One is that, uh, and in this case, it's uh, the kind of site that may just have this. If it has any kind of a uh, um, frame busting script. Apparently, that can have a, a play issue with caching. Mm -hmm. um, also, um, if there's any kind of if, if if there's a great deal of content that's being dragged on the fly once the site's loaded, uh, essentially it comes down to how how much of the site is dynamically generated, um, uh, maybe not asynchronously, 
Mm-hmm. Or, or async. I can't remember. Is it async? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm kidding. In any case, there can be certain dynamic elements of the page that are loading after or upon load or enough so that Google is like, okay, we're not going to keep a cache because the cache will not be relevant. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so. and, and, and there's still some question about whether the page being cached or not has any impact on um, rankings or indexing or algorithm at all. So, you know, just because it's not cached doesn't necessarily mean it's hurting you. Um, but it is one of those red flags. You, you kind of want to know why this is happening, just to make sure there's not something going on that you should be aware of. Exactly. Now, uh, one thing I wanted to mention is I, I went to this website that the, this uh, uh, Rajesh had, had noted, and every time I click on it, I get taken to a, th- a page saying, redirecting you to this page. Um, and yet, I'm trying to use an HTTP checker, and I don't see the redirect. So something funny is going on. Which HTTP checker are you using? Rex Swain. Nice. That's the best one. And the reason I love that one is because it will actually show you the code that's being um, sent in the request and the response code. A lot of those HTTP header checking tools will just say, it'll tell you, hey, this is a redirect, and it'll tell you what kind of redirect, but um, 301, 302, 305, whatever. But it won't tell you, okay, this is a meta redirect, it's a JavaScript redirect, it won't tell you what kind of redirect it is, and sometimes that's really hard to figure out if you can't see the code. Yeah, so if you click on that first link there, John, so we have right below um, his bolded, the bolding, do you yeah. see a, a strange redirect popping? Um, hold on, let me click on the link. Clicking. Real briefly, there was a redirect thing. Yeah, very, very strange. So, if you if there is something in the way that's that could be causing some serious issues right there alone, um, the odd thing, like I say, is I didn't see it within the HTTP checker. Now, um, this is information that's sent to pe- sent to Google when or anything to your browser when you go visit a website. There's a certain amount of information that's passed in behind the scenes, and this checker or viewer allows you to see that information. And, and there's you know, versed appropriately, you can understand what it's saying. Uh, that's what we're looking at right now as we kind of uh, do this live. But uh, interesting. Uh, I, this is one of those uh, tricky ones, and I can see there's quite a bit of discussion uh, or, or that, that could be built around this. So we'll see if we can put our word in and uh, help you out, Rajesh. Uh, let me know if, uh, if there has been any improvement when you read this, okay? Or listen to this, I should say. Um, okay, so let's, uh, let's move on to the next question, unless you have anything you want to add there, John. No, I think that's good. I, um, I would be interested in the comments on the Google Plus page. Are you talking about indexing or were you talking about caching? Just to make just get some clarification. Yeah, so that'd if, be great. If you are listening. Uh, this next one, it makes me kind of chuckle. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, being, you know, working with clients, we get some interesting requests. And uh, this one's from, uh, and I'm sorry, Jackie, if I get this wrong, Jackie Bess. Um, I think that's his last, how you pronounce his last name. Anyway, he says, we have a client that refuses to set up a non-triple-W redirect on a domain. So, in other words, um, if you go to google.com, Without doing the www at the beginning, that's a non triple w reader or a non triple w URL or address. Well, what you would normally want to do is if if your website does not, you want people to use only the triple w. 
um, you would want to make sure that if anyone types it in the URL or your address without the www, they get redirected to the appropriate one. Uh, this is called a 301 redirect in this case because you want it to be permanent. You want Google to know that this is never going to be a website of its own, the non-WW version. And talk uh, about why why it's a problem to have both of those. Yeah, well, these days there's some debate whether or not it would be a problem with Google, frankly. But um, it, what it comes down to is they can technically be different websites. So if you have both of them indexed, um, by Google, they, they're both in this system, or any search engine for that matter, uh, they can appear as duplicate content. And also, all of your links, all that, that, that link love you're getting, people linking to you, all the social comments about particular URLs or, or pages in your site, they can all be split. That's the big two one. different separate websites. So you want that consolidated into yeah, one existing site. That's why canonical tags are used. That's why 301 redirects are used. It's mm -hmm. important. And, and, that, and that's the big reason above duplicate content is that um, dilution of your link profile into two separate because uh, it, it's like two sites. Even though Google kind of knows how to handle them, a uh, subdomain is is a subdomain. www is just another subdomain. It's like if you had um, locations dot or blog dot www is just another subdomain. It's treated as a, uh, as if it's a different site in in many ways. So that link the the the, the uh, dilution of the link profile between those two subdomains, the non-existing one and the www, is the bigger problem. It's the biggest problem with this stuff, in my mind. And for the record, John says www, I say triple W. Just so you understand, <laughs> we're both talking about the same thing. Www <laughs> <laughs> is just so much easier to say than triple W. Www <laughs> doesn't make sense to some people. <laughs> Triple W does. <laughs> See, but, but then they can ask questions, and then we get into conversations. And <laughs> yes, yes. Unfortunately, we don't have that ability. With the well, they can ask. They can come to our community plus page, and and you can write dub dub dub. I'd love to right. see how you write that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so what's the solution for this gentleman? He's got a question. How he's got this client who won't let him put in the redirects that should be there. What's his solution? Well, he says, so when, well, let's finish this off. So he says, when a, we have a client that refuses to set up a non-triple W redirect in the domain. So when trying to access their website without the triple W in front, you simply get an error page. Ugh. <laughs> I echo that, buddy. That's a Does anyone there. have any links to case studies or stats that show the importance of allowing people to visit the website with or without the triple W? I feel we could be losing as much as half of his direct traffic. Well, Okay, first of all, um, if he's not doing it, uh, I, I echo uh, someone else's comment on, and there's quite a few comments on this, by the way. It's a lot of great people uh, helping out here, uh, which I'm always proud to see. But in this case, uh, you know, why the heck is he having an issue? He, the, the, Jackie mentioned it was something to do with email settings. It still seems very odd. Um, in any case, if this is not something you can do, I would simply set up uh, as something that uh, John and I was talking about, which is having a... Uh, a uh, just simply, uh, you can even do an H, uh, a header redirect from the page, some kind of, of, of redirect once a person gets to that URL. And when you do that, you can also track how much traffic's coming from that by using, um, and I'm sorry, this is getting a little technical, but a UTM tracking code. Um, that's uh, uh, Google's way of allowing you to set up campaigns automatically within Google Analytics using UTM 
URLs. Uh, mm -hmm. If you look that up, you know, there's quite a bit of information on it. So, the, so the, the first step before you do all that stuff, find out who's hosting this website for your client. And the host has put a server setting in place. Um, it works on both Microsoft and Apache servers. There's a way to set up your servers to tell it that if there is not explicitly a directory created on a domain, then it serves an error instead of a redirect or something. So since since the lack of www is not ex explicitly created on that server, it's going to serve the error. There's a simple flag on your server settings that will fix this. Have them call and talk to their host and say why. And hopefully it's a host that can do this and it's not going to give them problems or issues where if we fix this for you, it impacts all the sites, you know, one of those kind of things. There's a smart enough host to be able to do this on an individual client basis. Um, but there, there's a setting on the servers that's causing this. If you can't get that setting fixed and reversed, then what Ross is talking about is great. You can use canonical tags to do the same thing. Uh, the other thing, make sure you go into Google Webmaster Tools for this site and select... Um, Triple W as the preferred, <laughs> the, the preferred um, version of the URLs <laughs> in the eyes of Google. So that way, at least you'll have that going for you. Um, but this is a, this is basically a server setting problem. Yeah, and and yeah, when I said what I said, I pretty much listened. And that is that the guy won't change it. So I'm assuming that is because there's something really strange with their server, or they're completely not wanting to do anything on their server. Um, Again, all things I'm sure both John and I have seen them many times. You know, if it's the client saying, you know, I don't want to change it because because it's my, I want my server. That's one thing. But if it can't be changed because the host of the website is telling the client they don't want to change it, change hosts. Get a new <laughs> yeah, host. Quickly. Seriously, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and, and I actually use that UTM tracking code um, redirect often on. In fact, um, on on separate domains that I have pointed to my website. So that I can see, um, like these are just normal domains I bought that I haven't used yet. And I'm having them redirecting to my site just in case someone happens to use them. And oftentimes they don't. Uh, but I have a few that are. And uh, I can see that within my Google campaigns within Google Analytics. Um, and it's, it's very cool to be able to see that these uh, domains are actually sending traffic. Now, maybe very few, but it's still something that shows up. So UTM tracking codes work really, really well in this case. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to get into some of the news, and there's some really interesting stuff that's happening these days. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash Webmaster Radio now. Shipping Nirvana starts Building here. better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. 
Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So... This is just fascinating <laughs> to me. Okay, we've talked before about how Google's getting slammed in Europe. Uh, they're having yes. a hell of a time. Man, the headaches. I can't even imagine how much their legal team has inflated since dealing with Europe. If you're uh, a European lawyer working for Google, you are making bank right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, imagine the bonus if you can have any of this stuff canceled. Right. Oh, hello. <laughs> um it's just it's just stunning. But anyways, in this case, Google has had it with Spain. And, and fair enough, Spain has pushed through a law that takes effect on January 1st, 2015, whereby any news content from Spanish newsmakers or, or news publishers, if any of it appears within Google News, they're going to be subject to license fees, anything. So Google's like, well, we don't make any money on Google News. Uh, there's no ads. Uh, there's simply no way we can do this. So they're going to block and shut down, essentially, Google News in Spain. The biggest pain point here, I think, is that all of the newsmakers in Spain, all of their feeds are no longer allowed in Google News, which means they're no longer available to any country in the entire world that uses Google News. Right. Uh, that's ouch. Well, they did say that in some cases, some of those news agencies have bureaus in other countries, sure. and, and the the news produced by those bureaus in the other countries is still going to be published in everywhere but Spain. So, in that case, they'll be able to get some news distributed. But man, it, they'll shoot themselves in the foot big time. Yeah, well, and and uh, I, I'm just dying. Like we were just talking earlier about this, I'm dying to see what the fallout is when hopefully we'll get some real numbers 
Yeah, it's interesting because this kind of already happened in Germany, where Germany didn't take it quite as far as Spain did. So they put in regulations where um, if Google was going to use this, the, the snippets, not just the headlines. Excited for a road trip? Started off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Whew, had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. But the actual description of what the story was um, in Google News, they were going to have to pay. So Google took out the descriptions and just did the headlines. And this, the, the sites lost so much traffic. It was less than a week or two. They were begging Google to put this stuff back in. right? <laughs> and so we'll be, it'll be really interesting to see how Spain reacts when they start losing all that traffic. Yeah, because 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 I can country. tell you, and I can tell, <laughs> and I can tell you right now, um, you know, it's no secret that newspapers and publishers, um, news organizations in general, are losing revenue left and right because of digital, and they're trying very hard to make that up with their websites, selling advertising, selling services on their websites. Well, they're not going to be able to sell much advertising if they're not getting any traffic because the advertisers do not want to advertise on sites that get no traffic. And it, it'll be really interesting how to see how quick they realize how bad they just hurt their revenue stream. Yeah, and, and as my uh, friend Chris said, well, I was talking to him about this, he said it, it's, it's, it's absolutely triple stupid. <laughs> Triple W stupid um, <laughs> that Spain mm -hmm. is doing this because they're already in such economic stress right now. Oh, yeah. That, well, that the, this is just shooting themselves in the foot. Well, the other interesting thing is um, Spain was the country where the lawsuit that pretty much uh, started the whole right to be forgotten thing in Europe came from. So mm -hmm. Spain is just like, just really, really has a freaking, <laughs> uh, they have it out for Google bad. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of ways we could put that, which would be funnier, but we can't say that on the air. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're really messed up. We love you, iHeartRadio. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, it's fascinating. Um, I, I, you know, you know, pretty much anyone who knows knows the show knows I I love to jump on Google occasionally when it when it's due, when it's due, but when anyone sort of doubts their benefit. I just shake my head. I mean, there's no duh that, that Google is powerful. It does a lot of business for us, and uh, as much as we like to hate them at times, uh, you don't 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 completely piss them well, off. Well, see, the interesting thing is, I bet you the publishers were pushing this because they saw a revenue stream. They thought we can get Google to pay us. They have tons of money. They can pay us. What they did, they did not. Ex I'm betting they did not expect Google to take this kind of action. And, and when Google 
when they posted about it, they said, look, we make no money off of Google News, so there's no reason for us to, you know, it's not, it's not a good sound business sense to pay to have Google News go. Um, so they're going to shut it down in Spain. And that's the last thing I, ex- I think those publishers expected. They expected to be getting revenue because of this law, not l- losing the revenue they're going to lose because of the lack of traffic. Well, and Google News had Google had absolutely no choice. There is no way they could have bowed. That they would have everything would have crumbled. Oh yeah, you know, that precedent would have just killed them. Yeah, um, that could ruin a com- company entirely. So yeah, they had no choice, and and it will be interesting because I think uh, as it mentioned in the article, this also shows to Spain uh, or gives Spain a potential foothold that that this is unfair that they're mm-hmm. shutting it down now. But of course, uh, when it comes right down to it, you. Businesses are there to make money, and it is yeah. Google's business. Uh, what can they do? Uh, then again, in Europe, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> they got some different laws that uh, can really and, make life and, miserable. And, and Google, the interesting thing about this law is, even if a publisher doesn't agree with the law and says, "No, I want Google to have my stuff. Please let them have it for free," they can't because it's illegal. So even if a publisher disagrees with the law and sees the the wisdom in allowing Google to show this stuff, it still doesn't matter. They're screwed too. Yeah, thanks for mentioning that because that is a key point because it it is quite notable that a lot of them are against this law, um, but now they're being completely pooched. Uh, <laughs> just oh my god, they're all going to start up bureaus very quickly. Yes. And they have no choice. To, 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 to reference our earlier conversation, they're triple pooched. <laughs> triple pooched. <laughs> That's it. Um, okay, well, let's uh, go to the next piece of news here. Uh, and this is wonderful news. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's about flipping time. Google has said that Penguin, the Penguin algorithm, is going to shift from... Uh, you know, whatever it was, almost a year since the last update, uh, to continuous rolling updates. And obviously, it's not going to be immediate, but at this point, they're not saying there's going to be another big update soon. It's somewhat continuous right now, and it's, I guess, they're building momentum. So this is well, this is a great great thing. One of the one of the best things Google has done in a while for for one particular main reason is. Until it was a continuous rolling update, you could do months and months and months of work on your backlink profile to clean up something that happened from a penguin penalty or notification, and none of that would matter uh, until they did the update. So you could do all that work, you would see absolutely zero progress, maybe just a little bit, I've heard, but nothing until they did an update. And literally, there was a year between the last two updates. So people were wondering if the work they were doing was having any impact, made any difference. I'm sure there was quite a few SEO firms that got their butts chewed because nothing was happening and they they were getting paid a lot of money to do it. Um, So this really makes a difference because now, hopefully, if it works the way we, we hope it works, since it's a rolling update, as you do the work to clean up back profiles, you will start seeing results you know, not necessarily immediately, but in a timely fashion. What's chewed, eh? Ouch. That's, <laughs> that's no good. Um, <laughs> just, whoa. Okay, so uh, <laughs> continuous updates. A good thing, and one thing we really should clarify is uh, to new listeners, what is the Penguin algorithm? Um, and when it comes right down to it, Google has ridiculously named their... Oh, I shouldn't give... Well, I guess, did Google start the naming using uh, animals? No. I guess they did, didn't they? With, with Panda? Yep. 
They did okay. with Panda, but but it wasn't because of it wasn't because of an animal. It was no, because it was, the person, it was it. the person, the guy who f- fixed the one problem they were ha- having with that algorithm update. His last name was Panda, so they named it after him, right? But from then on, it just took its life of its own. Black and white animals became the meme. <laughs> Yeah, so Penguin was a significant update, or algorithm, I should say, and and, and what it targeted was over-optimization, um, both on-site and off-site in terms of links, uh, the off-site being links, um, and, and in this case, uh, links that were tied to exact match anchor text, so um, if your site uh, or your business was a um, restaurant in Victoria, BC, well, if you put in uh, all of your exact match, all of the links pointing to your website used the text restaurant in Victoria, BC. It was plainly obvious you were trying to manipulate Google to get that ranking. Um, all of these things, never mind having links from really low quality sites, uh, from content farms, from everywhere, all these different places that Google had finally determined were garbage, all came down to rain on top of you. And uh, Penguin was hugely damaging to tons and tons of businesses, some unfairly in some regards because they'd used poor firms or or had bad uh, information. But in in any case, the Penguin algorithm, um, having it wait a year for all these poor people to get back into the rankings again, devastating. Mm -hmm. Absolutely devastating. So with any luck, that's that's, um, part of the history of the industry now. We don't have to worry about it as much anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I would put Penguin up there with the Florida update. In terms of damage, yeah, I don't know about that. Not financially. Well, actually, financially, yeah, because I mean, you think, yes, the Florida update, which was ages ago, and that was rolled out just before Christmas and just killed businesses. Businesses uh, went out of business because they were relying on Christmas revenue and didn't get it because of a Google algorithm update. Yeah, I mean that. Wow. I mean, okay, I, but the, if if Panda update was just short, I would agree that there's no comparison. But it being so long, it had to have just been insufferable to many businesses yeah i mean it wasn't it wasn't kind that's for sure um they're both bad i'll i'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that okay. <laughs> yeah, enough, i don't, right? don't want to pick one because they're both so bad yeah okay well let's uh, take a quick break and we come back we're going to talk about bing who was bing? some content what is bing again um bing? it's a sound Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) They they, uh, released some ranking factors for content, which is quite interesting. It's nice to see them uh, opening a few doors here. So anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. 
InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. All-Inclusive Marketing is the luxurious five-star resort of digital marketing. Welcome to All-Inclusive Marketing. Engage with All-Inclusive Marketing's award-winning strategists to ramp up your online profitability and brand exposure, driving new customer acquisitions, increased sales, and stronger buyer retention. Another mojito, please? All-Inclusive Marketing's full-service digital and performance marketing accommodates every brand, specializing in retail, travel, and software as a service. What a great room. The A in all-inclusive marketing means award-winning leadership, excellence in results, as well as an A rating by the Better Business Bureau. For reach, engagement, and conversion, it's all-inclusive marketing. Reserve a free consultation today at allinclusivemarketing.com slash radio. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> you know, it is kind of a holiday-sounding search engine, isn't it? It is. I had, a, I, had I just thought, in stride there, I was like, wow, if I was any good at singing, I would have jumped into some Bing Crosby, but I just don't have it. Yeah. Just think of Bing, bing Crosby singing, you know, Jingle Bing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, White Christmas is more along my lines. But yeah, um, content quality is a primary ranking factor made up of authority, utility, and presentation. Very nicely said. Yes. And it's interesting because each of those three things tie really pretty directly to things we talk about in that other search engine, Google, all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, Even things that are going away that we tell people, no, they're not. They're just going to hide them. Like the authority. I thought that was very interesting, the way they described authority. It's not just about links pointing to the page, but how established is the website um, and the page and the pages. In addition, here's the interesting part. Bing looks at signals from social networks to see if the author is well-cited, recognized, and an authority in the space. Does that sound familiar to you? (laughs) That sounds familiar to me. Yeah, and what I was reading there just a minute ago, Barry, Barry wrote off of uh, um, Search Engine Land, I believe, but he puts it really well. It's the author, how well is the author cited, recognized, and an authority on the topic? It's not about the website, it's not about the page, it's about the author. And that makes so much sense, so much sense. 
Yeah, and and, and let's. Uh, I'm going to read the first paragraph here from Bing um, in their actual press release. I love how they use medical as an example, because heaven knows that's probably the worst (laughs) out there online. Every day, millions of people come to Bing to find information that matters to them. Anyway, consider the... (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were reading an article, not telling jokes. Come on. (laughs) Okay. uh, Compose myself here. (laughs) Uh, Consider the query, breast cancer symptoms. In early generations of search, this query would have simply treated as three keywords, would have been simply treated as three keywords to match against the web. Behind that query, however, is a real user with a real information need. The return results can have life-altering ramifications. Much of the content matching this query on the web is of low quality, written hastily by non-medical experts and incomplete. Queries like these motivate us to go beyond keyword matching. We want to help our users find content that is authoritative, useful, well-written, and well-presented. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the basis of what they're doing here and why they wanted to release this. Well, part of the reason they want to release this information. The other part is I think it is good for them to get us SEOs um, intrigued and more interested in promoting them. Yep, absolutely. Um, I've been getting quite a few questions lately about Bing. Because uh, it is starting to send a fair amount of traffic, and especially since, and I don't, we actually never covered this, um, but or did we? That that Firefox is now um, uh, using Bing versus Google for its results in search. How big is Firefox now? They they lost a lot of market share, didn't they? After Chrome came yeah. out, it's second only to Chrome. Right, I would think. I mean, well, Internet Explorer, I guess, would be. It's hard to yeah, say. Internet Explorer is still up there because it comes on every computer on the planet, and uh, except Apple computers. And universities still, for some reason, stick to Internet Explorer like like it's a godsend. I don't know why, but interesting. But but let's let's continue here. So we've got authority. Is they also say utility is part of this content quality? And, and utility. When I first read that, I'm like, that's interesting. How are they going to define utility when it comes to a web page? And it's basically is the page written well? Um, is it useful and have enough detail to accomplish the task of the searcher? And, and the other thing they add that really, really made, it, made a lot more sense to me is they prefer to see videos, images, and graphs on the page. Those are signs of utility and content quality. So they're talking about, is there multimedia included on an individual page around the same topic? And is there enough information on the page to make it useful? And that's, to me, that's I've been preaching that forever as well, but it's nice to see the engine say, yep, this is important to us. Yeah, I'd love to know more about the author angle. Um, I didn't actually read through the whole thing. I didn't quite have time. Did you notice any information that was revealing about that? Um, Again, I did the same thing. I I read it quickly. I plan on going back and digging in deeper, but nothing off the top of my head other than, hey, look, that's author rank. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, and, and... like I say, with with Firefox taking some uh, some of the traffic away from Google and, and moving it to Bing, there's uh, a little more interest in, in in using them, and this is good, helpful information. Um, it certainly doesn't hurt to have a good ranking in Bing as well. Um, and and for the longest time, they were hammered, and I don't know how exactly how much this has improved, but that they were very um, well, they were somewhat easily manipulated still by links. Yeah. Very true. And I don't know whether or not that's still the case. I'm actually in the midst of, of doing my own work with that for the client. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 
I would but suspect I, it is still true. I want to make sure we cover all three of those. We talked about authority. We talked about a utility. But the content quality one was the, an interesting one to me, too, because when I immediately, when I think content quality, it's the quality of the content. But that's not really what they're talking about here. They're, they're talking about, is the, is the content easy to find, easy to read? Okay, yeah. But... Um, this is really where it ties into um, Google's page layout update, where they're looking for ads. Are their ads distracting? Um, are the are the ads themselves related to the content on the page? Which which to me was interesting from the fact that they're actually looking at the advertising on a page to see if it's relevant. So if you have a page about um, auto repair and you have an ad on there for fish tanks, that's not relevant and that's going to count against you. Which is really, to me, is amazing that they're looking at doing that. And they've also gone as far as saying that they will promote and support websites that provide relevant ads to the content. Which to me means that if you have your your auto repair and your your ads are about um, you know spark plugs, then you know, if they're going to say we're going to promote and support, that means in that case to me that means we're, you're going to do better in the rankings. That's going to be a positive signal as opposed to a negative signal. They forgot to add they'll, that they're going to promote and support ads that are from the bank. Uh, bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, through their system. Yeah, um, exactly. Oh, that Google one doesn't seem very accurate. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> Those AdSense ads are completely... <laughs> they're, promoting, they're promoting a search engine on their auto repair. <laughs> How dare they? Oh, dear God. Well, and it should be interesting to see just how much of that they can figure out themselves, right? Um, there's yeah. a lot of data there, right? Uh, are they using use, uh, exactly how can they tell what's in the ad? Are they using uh, yeah, image? That's, uh, exactly. That's what intrigued me. It's like, huh, how are they going to figure that out? Yeah, is it image recognition? Is it? Uh, are they using maybe they're they're profiling ads using uh, humans? Are they going to humans? Are they going to follow the ad link to see what the landing page is about? Who knows? Hmm. See, that's smarter. I like that one more. Yeah. But then again, who knows? Yeah. Could right. be relevant too. But uh, anyway, obviously, if it's part of the ad network that they own, that'll be a lot easier for them. So uh, yeah, that's think? why I got a hunch that might just help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? I, I'm afraid that's the end of our show. A great, great one. It's always, always, always a pleasure there, uh, John. Absolutely. I love doing this show with you, man. Yeah. Lots of fun. So, uh, well, with that said, I hope everyone enjoyed the show today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page. As you can tell, we're doing our best to make sure we answer them and bring them up at least on the show. Um, you can find our community by going to Google Plus and searching SEO 101. And it's in the bottom of the results uh, list that just shows communities, and we're in the top of the community section. You can also email me via ross at stepforth.com or reach John via Twitter at John Carcut. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Next, not next week, but the week after, we are doing a show. Uh, actually, it's on the 31st, isn't it? Yeah, on the 31st. Yeah. Yeah. Last doing day of a, the year. Yeah, a year in review. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, we might yeah. even have a few drinks. Oh, I didn't think of that. That's a great idea. And I, also, <laughs> I also want to mention that we cra we crossed the 4,000 mark on our Google community um, as far as uh, members. And I just wanted to thank everybody for joining. Um, and thanks for listening. Hopefully you'll, you'll tune back in. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Take care, everyone. 
Business Radio and Podcast Network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth Organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.